it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. And now, Geico Saving Stories. Russell Burton closed his laptop, having just switched his car insurance to Geico. He didn't think much of it until... Savings were everywhere. My pockets, uh, wallet, bank accounts. It was like the savings were following me. Following, indeed. All because of an innocent 15 minutes on Geico.com. I feel like I'm never alone. Geico. Spend 15 minutes and 15% or more in savings could be following you. K-I-R-P Radio!
K-I-R-P Radio! Good evening. You are listening to the K-I-R-P Radio Show. That is Keeping It Real with Pudgy Miller. I'm your guest host, Rocco P. This is last Friday night of the month, almost the last night of the month by one day. Today is Friday, July 30th, 2021. If you are listening live, uh, you may call in. That That phone number to call in is... 619-638-8559, 619-638-8559. You could also try 563-999-3683. That is 563-999-3683. You call, I will get you on the air. Tonight, we're talking about the current state of the COVID's PSYOP. We are in the, the greatest psychological operation in the world, otherwise known as the covid 19 pandemic. Where are we? Uh, where are we? A number of nations, including France, are embracing mandatory acceptance of the bioweapon. I call the experimental gene therapy that's been giving emergency use authorization only a bioweapon because that is precisely what it is. It is not designed to help. It's designed to hurt your body. In France, they've proposed uh, just these simple laws that you know, you'd need to be injected with the bioweapon to go into a grocery store, grocery store even, and the French people, rightly so, uh, are massively protesting that. That's excellent to see. Uh, there are increasingly more draconian lockdowns uh, elsewhere in the world, including Australia. Australia was disarmed, was disarmed a good number of years ago, and it's been particularly brutal there, especially in the province or state of Victoria. What should we expect in the United States of America by the end of this year? Uh, why should we not trust the federal government or any state government regarding the alleged pandemic? I mentioned state governments in passing. Rick DeSantis has uh, appeared on the surface to be uh, a friend of liberty because I believe first he did it by executive order, and then I believe it was legislation that he signed into law that forbid uh, vaccine passports in Florida, and that would cover both, even private, private businesses. Uh, Texas Governor Abbott had said there, was, there would be no, uh, there'd be no mandatory mask, but they said, well, you know, private companies could still do it. And there was a video that had went viral, a, later, a lady in her 50s not having a mask on in a bank getting uh, beaten by a cop. So uh, Rick DeSantis, in my mind, is a fraud. I say that, I don't say that lightly. Um, it's rare. It would be next to impossible, sad to say, with the level of corruption we're at at this stage in the game to become a governor and not to be controlled 
not to be controlled. I look at, for example, Alabama, you have a female Republican governor, and you know, she has said everyone should get the vaccine. And Alabama has you know, a very, very good track record of activists pushing, for example, anti-Agenda 21 legislation, anti-Agenda 21, I mean anti-United Nations Agenda 21 or Agenda for the 21st Century. They've passed some good laws within the state of Alabama to protect property rights, and that was good. But we see that level of corruption. Also, we could talk about how uh, the state Republicans, not just in Alabama, but outside of Alabama, destroyed Roy Moore. But to keep at the state level, getting back to DeSantis, Governor DeSantis, again, has done a lot of good things, but he did sign a bill into law stating that if the state did determine that a pandemic was serious enough, I don't have it pulled up, that, that was the language I read, if uh, that was essentially what was written, if the state says there's a pandemic in the future, and serious enough, they could force everyone, anyone in the state of Florida to be inoculated, anyone or everyone. So I unfortunately suspect that uh, Florida has been uh, you know, a huge Venus flytrap for liberty people. A lot of people have gone down there because you know, it's been very oppressive in FEMA Region 1 in New York and New Jersey, for example. And of course, you already had a lot of uh, connections with the Northeast there, a lot of people with retirement homes that would at least live in Florida part of the year for the winter. But I think uh, it is turning out to be a huge Venus flytrap. When a governor can, on the one hand, say that yeah, his state will not support uh, any type of vaccine passports, including for private businesses, that's, uh, that's a great statement. That, that's, that's, that, that was a great development. But on the other hand, when this very same person can sign a law, could sign a bill into law stating that you can be coerced the state says this situation, pandemic, wherever that is, is bad enough, then you could be forced to have a vaccine. No, that's great. So, yeah, I wouldn't need a vaccine passport, but you could force, you could force, forcibly inject me with whatever you say I need. And, of course, the legal basis, and we'll get into this later, is uh, the state essentially says you don't have a right to your own body. That's essentially what they're saying. You don't have a right to your own body. I guess that shouldn't surprise me, considering Roe versus Wade that said really, you know, the, the – uh, Preborn aren't really humans. So they have a right to their body. So if you just extend that legal principle, and there's all the things we'll look at, no one has a right to their body if the state says so. Uh, people look at the Nazi atrocities. You know, how do you get to the point of you know, forcible labor and then death camps? Do that in the former Soviet Union. Well, you don't respect life. And you basically say people don't have rights and uh, the state could determine who lives and who dies, whether they state that explicitly or implicitly. That's really, that's, that's, the, uh, that's the impetus, that's the philosophy behind the death camp. If the state determines for whatever reason you don't have a right to live, then you don't live. You don't live. In the United States, uh, we've enjoyed a measure of freedom that other nations have not had in the West because we're still armed for the moment. I'm not sure exactly how that will be resolved by the New World Order, but uh, they've obviously thought about this plan for many, many years that we're living through. So what, what, will we, uh, what, what do we have to expect in the future? Well, first I'd say to recap, I've said this before, I'll probably say it again on the show, everything we've been told about SARS-CoV-2, SARS-CoV-2 is essentially the virus, it's allegedly the virus that allegedly causes the uh, the uh, sickness called COVID-19. 
everything essentially we've been told about SARS-CoV-2 and COVID-19 has been a lie, everything. Uh, we were told initially with, uh, through Neil Ferguson uh, it was going to be catastrophic. It wasn't. The world then just mysteriously adopted his models. It was based upon secret, secret math that's never been exposed. And we found out Ferguson was a fraud because he was involved, well, not just that he was an adulterer, not just that he was sleeping with another woman's wife during the lockdowns, but showed that he really didn't think it was a really big thing to observe those lockdowns because he had something else to do with someone else's wife. So uh, he was a scum, but how do we get to the point that the entire world would follow a model that was based upon secret math and then that was erroneous? We've talked about the PCR test. Now even the CDC has admitted at least some of the PCR tests are completely illegitimate, which independent researchers such as John Rappaport have been saying for well over a year. Why? It's not a diagnostic test. Kerry Mullis, who designed it, said it was not a diagnostic test. It's not designed to determine whether or not anyone is ill, period. The guy who won a PhD who developed said that, and then he died perhaps somewhat mysteriously a few months before the PSYOP was unrolled. Kerry Mullis, you could find the videos out there, has some very choice statements. I didn't pull up those videos tonight. He has some very choice statements about Fauci and how he thought Fauci was a fraud and an, and an idiot. And he asked him to debate, and Fauci wouldn't show up. But the PCR test was a fraud. COVID-19 is a fraud. All right? When we talk about SARS-CoV-2 and uh, you, see, you, know, you see this, you know, this you know, pink-type model, ooh, that, that's what it looks like. That's a computer model. It's a computer model. They've never isolated SARS-CoV-2. Do you get that? They've never isolated the virus. It's based upon a theoretical model. They saw symptoms when it allegedly broke out in China, and they said, well, these symptoms are kind of like SARS, but it's a little different, and a computer generated that model, and the world jumped on board. Okay. So a lot of people, when they, they disparage or reject conspiracy theories, they say, well, how could everyone be on it? What we're living through is a great example of how, how could everyone at the top not be in on it. There's, there's no evidence behind this. Do you notice last year no one had the flu? Mysteriously, no one got sick. No one got sick from the flu. No one died of the flu. Why? Because perhaps uh, I would suggest the obvious that SARS-CoV-2 doesn't exist. It was just the flu. And a lot of the symptoms were exacerbated by people destroying their immune system by staying indoors and wearing those masks. You get some nice bacterial infections. The vast majority of people, they say, died of COVID-19 if COVID-19 exists and, again, has not been proven yet, period. It hasn't been proven. The virus has never been isolated. SARS-CoV-2 has never been isolated, showing to cause that illness of COVID-19. If it exists, even by the CDC estimates, Virtually no one has died of COVID. You've had, some, you've had people who are very old, well over 70, that would have several comorbidities, perhaps diabetes, COP, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, other issues. And then they say, well, they died of COVID. And there was, there was the, uh, if you followed the story early on, when they passed the CARES Act in Congress, who count us, count us out of our money and our freedoms, when they passed the CARES Act, there was an incentive with, for Medicare if the death certificate said COVID, they got more money. So then mysteriously, obviously not a mystery, yeah, everyone started defining it COVID. One Republican doctor happened to be in the legislature, I believe in Michigan, spoke out about this early. And then uh, 
he had some attacks against his life. Just the guy never had any problems. He was evidently a very accomplished doctor, very well respected. But then uh, when he said that publicly, hey, there's an incentive in the CARES Act, he said early on, to uh, basically say anyone that's, that anyone from Medicare, if they're admitted, has COVID because you get a lot more money. And then uh, all of a sudden people start to go after his uh, start to go after his license. And we talked about American Frontlines doctors. I don't want to get into the media deception that much right now. But uh, American Frontlines doctors, they wiped their website once, maybe twice, at least once. These are people that just got up there and they just said, uh, we're doctors who actually treat people, not like Fauci, who hasn't seen a patient probably in 40 years. Or if he's seen a patient, he hasn't treated a patient <laughs> in 40 years. Uh, so you have these scumbag fake researchers that are profiting, profiting from the bioweapon vaccines like Fauci. We have American frontline doctors, you know, disparate group of doctors, different backgrounds, got up and just said, look, we're treating people that have COVID-19, again, saying if it did exist, what the symptoms were, I'm saying it was, it was most likely flu. And they treated them very effectively with uh, uh, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, zinc, things like that. Some people with intravenous vitamin C. And they said, we've treated them, and they've gotten better. So they didn't make, they didn't make the statement they weren't saying as far as the legalese. They weren't saying, this is a cure. They're just saying, we're doctors. We treat people that have these symptoms. This is how we treated them with hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and or ivermectin, and or intravenous vitamin C. And then they became demonized. So do you see the problem when people that are actually helping people want to tell the public, we can help you? It's relatively simple. And then they say, well, that's, yeah, that's disinformation. Yeah. So they have the real science. Uh, the real science is helping people get maimed and killed and disabled. That's, that's what their real science is. If you understand that's what the so-called vaccine, which isn't a vaccine based upon traditional definition of vaccines, experimental gene therapy, which is why I call it a bioweapon. If you understand it's designed to hurt people, it's doing exactly what has been done. They've lied to us about everything related to SARS-CoV-2 and the illness that that, that, that alleged virus causes, COVID-19. They've lied to us about everything from the beginning. So what I would submit tonight is why should we believe them when they tell us, over, over half the people in the United States have been, have accepted the bioweapon shot, have been inoculated. I do not believe that. I do not believe that. Because they've lied about everything up to this point. Why should we believe them that over 50% of the people have actually accepted the experimental gene therapy? I don't believe that. Another reason I don't believe that just because of their track record of consistent, outrageous, disgusting lies and injurious lies to the American public and to the health of the, health of the people of the world is look at, look at it this way. Apart from all that, if, if, if over 50% of people are vaccinated and they have this theoretical number, I mean, by the administration, of course, he's, he has to mention, they want us to know that, but they throw out a number of 70%. That was their goal at one point. Or even if you say it's 80%. Why would you be flipping out then and trying, you know, giving out people free beer, free burgers, free donuts, States, including California and Ohio, have had lotteries to get people to take the bioweapon. This is insane. Why would they be going to these lengths? Apart from the obvious fact that 
if the illness was real, okay, and if the bioweapon was effective, you wouldn't have to entice, coerce, or influence anyone. People would want to get it. But you have initially a certain percentage of people, I'm saying it's probably about 25%, have been uh, injected with a bioweapon. And those are people from all walks of life that believe television. Other people watch television, but they don't necessarily believe it. A lot of people wore masks, and I think a lot of Americans did that because they they had a good motive, and that was to go along just to get along. They didn't want to be contentious or pugnacious. But that doesn't help you in the long run because you shouldn't do something uh, that's stupid, that's really injurious to your health, uh, just to uh, avoid trouble and to not let other people think that you're a bad person. A lot of people are under mind control. Uh, I did not wear a mask except on rare occasion when I went to some medical offices. Once I got nailed at a store, I had to get in. I threw one on. But sometimes, most of the time, I never had an issue. Sometimes some people would look at me with some fairly hostile looks. They didn't say anything. Normally, they only they only pick on women. They don't pick on men who are my size. Uh, they don't want to say something because they know someone's going to say something back. But the point is you shouldn't capitulate to something just to get along uh, when you know, unless you're convinced that it really would help. The mask did not help. Uh, even going back to the so-called Spanish flu, the turn of the centuries, which wasn't Spanish, wasn't the flu. That was evidently a result of the bioweapon, the vaccine that they had back then. We know for a fact masks cause the bacterial infections. We know that. We know that for a fact. We know that for a fact. And there's even there's even evidence out there. You can see the videos. You can pull them up. You can go to Tom Truth, Tom Truth Channel on Odyssey, and you can see when you place most of the surgical masks that people buy, first off, in a lot of boxes, they'll say it doesn't protect you from SARS-CoV-2. They'll say that. Okay. And any anesthesiologist who's not lying will admit viruses are way too small. It blows right through any mask, including what's the most powerful, supposedly, N95. It blows right through them. But apart from that real science, they found in a microscope looking at some, a lot of those masks, there's some type of nanoparticles that are activated through heat or moisture. No, I'm not making it up. I'm not making that up. You could research that yourself. The point is, even if that wasn't the case, the masks have no effect, and they know that. The CD flip-flop. Part of the reason people wonder, like, you know, why does she say one thing one month and, and the, uh, one, one thing the next month? And they continue to do that. This is all part of the process to destroy the American public and people in general because if they can convince you to do whatever they want whenever they say regardless of evidence – and when they contradict themselves, they know they'll be able to do more and more and more and more ridiculous and coercive and disgusting and reprehensible things to you and your body and your health. So you have to stop trusting people that have a position, but have, so they allegedly have authority, but they don't. They have a they have position, but they don't have moral authority. They don't have intellectual integrity. When someone's a proven liar like Fauci. Okay, well, the organization, the CDC, has lied over and over and over. What's a great example of CDC lies and deception? Okay, talk about Bob Kennedy Jr. He's a real patriot. He's a real patriot. Children's Health Defense. You see his website. Uh, he got involved in the fight against vaccines because he was involved in environmentalism with mercury. And then one time, a woman casually challenged him and said, "If you're really concerned about mercury, uh, you should look into what's in vaccines." And it. He thought about it. He researched it. And now, if you follow him, you know he's 
outspoken against the harm that vaccines have done. Um, Bob Kennedy understands he understands the system. Back during the Reagan administration, Congress passed one of the most filthy immoral laws that gave blanket liability to any vaccine manufacturer in the United States. Might might even be around the world, but certainly in the United States. It was insane. That should have never happened. If, and I say if, if you're a legitimate pharmaceutical company and you're legitimately producing a vaccination that scientifically can be proven to help you, why would you why would you want or need immunity? You wouldn't. The, yeah, obviously they got it because they know it's it's a depopulation program. It's designed to hurt people. That that is the case. The evidence is out there, but I'm going back to the CBC. I don't want to go down a rabbit trail. I said, how why are CDC liars? Something that came out Bob Kennedy Jr. and Del Bigtree was this. The CDC knows through their records they have the numbers of all children that have and have not been vaccinated, and they know they know they can compare the health, what's happened to the children that's been vaccinated versus the children that have not been vaccinated. Because a lot of people, the way the mind control works is when you start saying, look, there's the, there's the Marisol, which is a mercury derivative, and the MMR, measles, mumps, rubella vaccine, and you start educating people and saying that there's aluminum, these heavy metals cause autism. They say, oh, that's trash, that's disproven. Okay, we can settle it real quick. We can, we can The data is out there. Okay. Now, the data is out there in two ways. Number one, you can look at legitimate science that's been done that shows it's injurious to children. Those, those books and articles are all out there. But if you want to look at the case data, in other words, if you want to compare, okay, and they, yeah, the CDC has data, literally millions of children, you could compare what's happened, the health of children that have gotten the so-called schedule of recommended vaccines or any vaccines and those who haven't, and they won't release that data. See, if they released that, then there would be absolutely no question. They couldn't, they couldn't maintain the lie as deceived and as, as, as beaten up as the American public is in the world through mass media manipulation. If those numbers were released and the world could see, look, there is no autism. There is no autism in children that have not been vaccinated. It doesn't exist statistically. It'd be game over, but they won't do that. So you have to stop trusting people that have a position but have no moral authority, have no intellectual integrity, and that have been proven to be liars. And that basically covers the entire CDC, National Institute of Health, whoever, National, uh, Anthony Fauci, uh, every governor, Republican or Democrat, <laughs> the vast majority of people in Congress. They're liars. Some of them, some of them don't know they're lying, uh, obviously the people in the CDC and the alleged doctors do. Uh, and, of course, you know, doctors die from the bioweapon, too. I shared the story of one guy who's in his mid-50s. He believed in vaccines using in shape OBGYN in Florida, I believe, the Miami area. You know, he got, he got the shot, and uh, I don't know if it was the first or second one. He was dead within a month. The playlist went down to zero. Now his wife said to say now she's on the side of truth because she knows her husband was healthy before he took that. She knows the bioweapon killed him. So, you know, the nurses are going to die, too. And a lot of them aren't taking down. That's another. There's other numbers that are being suppressed. They're not telling you, even though a lot of doctors and nurses aren't outspoken. you got people like Rashad Buttar and stuff that's outspoken. He's licensed in both California and North Carolina. But there are a good number of doctors. They're just not taking it because they know better. Now, again, because of their position, 
some of them don't want to lose their jobs. They don't want to get ostracized. But a lot of them just aren't taking it. They're not telling you. They're not telling the public that. They're not telling the public that because they know better. So what, uh, what do we have to expect coming up down the road? Well, if the pattern is what we've seen, what we've seen abroad, Israel is one of the most, uh, if the numbers are true, it's a smaller country, it's about the size of New Jersey. Israel has the percentage of those that have been, that have received the bioweapons higher than most countries in the world. There's a couple of small ones that were higher. Things haven't been too good. Uh, there's like numerous, numerous lies. There's numerous lies. For, I'm going to get into some of the more current lies. First, I'm going to play a video, just about five minutes. It's going to basically review some of the more obvious lies that we've been hit with COVID-19. Again, so let me key up that video here. If there really is a pandemic, then why don't we hear the constant wail of ambulance sirens throughout the day and night? Number two, if there really is a pandemic, then why are all the undertakers saying that business is either normal or less than usual? Number three, if there really is a pandemic, then why don't we see endless queues of people at cemeteries and crematoriums burying their loved ones? Number four, if there really is a pandemic, then why are all the statistics saying that the death rate was within normal parameters last year? Number five, if there really is a pandemic, then why have all the normal influenza deaths almost disappeared? Number six, if the first lockdown worked, then why are we doing it again? Number seven, if the lockdowns didn't work, then why are we doing the same thing again? Expecting a different outcome from the same procedure is a clear sign of insanity. Number eight, why is the government listening to their own very small panel of experts and refusing to listen to the vast majority of doctors, nurses, and health experts? Number nine, why do we see scenes of pandemonium in hospitals on TV when in reality they're all empty? Where's all the sick people? Where's all the COVID patients? Where's all the COVID patients? Where are they? Number 10, if there really is a pandemic, then why are there thousands of nurses out of work? Number 11, if the pandemic started in 2019, then how did all the governments around the world order and deliver COVID-19 PCR test kits the year before in 2018? Number 12, if used and discarded masks could be highly contagious, then why do we see thousands of them littering the streets and countryside? Number 13, if there really is a worldwide pandemic, then why do the rules and regulations differ greatly from city to city and country to country? Number 14. If COVID doesn't affect children, then why are the schools shut? Number 15. If masks work, then why haven't we been using them every year for the flu? Number 16. Why have we never seen people keening over and dying in the streets? Number 17, if we should avoid crowds of people, then why are the supermarkets that can hold hundreds of people open and your corner shop with only room for three people shut? Number 18, why is the government calling positive PCR tests cases and not just a positive result? Number 19, 
Why has the BBC and all other media outlets failed to tell you that the World Health Organization has published an update saying that the PCR tests are unreliable and should not be used? Number 20. If a cough or sneeze droplet can carry up to 30 feet, then why are we socially distancing only 6 feet? Number 21. Why are you okay with rubbing poison into your skin 10 times a day? Number 22. Why do we need an experimental DNA-changing vaccine for a virus with a 99.97 recovery rate? Number 23. If the vaccine works, then why can you still catch and transmit the disease after you get the vaccine? Number 24. If you've had the vaccine, then why do you still have to wear a mask and social distance? Number 25. How many people do you personally know who have died from COVID? And then compare that number to how many people you know who have vaccine-damaged family members. Open your eyes, everyone, and look around. Ask yourself next time you leave the house, am I really seeing a deadly pandemic? If the answer to this last question is yes, then you really need to turn off your television. It is much easier to fool somebody than convince them that they have been fooled. Last quote there by Mark Twain. It's much easier to convince someone to fool someone than convince someone that they have been fooled. Uh, what are some of the new lies? Uh, they touched on some of them there. The uh, massive lies are growing as the contradictions from the experts become more outrageous. And I stress the point again that I previously said. A lot of people will get you know, somewhat confounded. I mean, they may still wear a mask for different reasons. A lot of people, again, as I said, it's just to go along, get along. I think a lot of people that have worn the mask, they will not submit to the bioweapon. I really honestly believe that. But in any case, a lot of people uh, will hear Heard Fauci say, I believe it was February of last year, masks don't do anything, It's not. you shouldn't wear it. And then a month later, the science, the science, the science, the mystical science, they use the word science, that means it's real. That's just like doctors uh, with informed consent. They don't practice informed consent anymore. We're supposed to inform a patient, okay? You're supposed to inform a patient of the plus and the minus, the potential benefits and the potential risks of any drug therapy procedure and let the patient decide. There's no more informed consent when it comes to the bioweapon. That's why you see a lot of public service announcements with foul doctors just yeah, just cursing, saying, just, you know, just take the effing back, vax, which is in the vaccine. Okay, so you're just supposed to trust the experts. But in any case, this is intentional. The, the, contradictions, the contradictions are intentional. This, this isn't a slip-up. Again, they're beating us up they're beating us up mentally and emotionally to just get to, to accept more and more and more outrageous and egregious uh, uh, measures, more and more outrageous and egregious losses of our liberties. So if you can get the populace, for example, to wear a mask right after the experts say masks won't make any difference, and they never have, and they know that again. Any anesthesiologist 
knows that. Again, a lot of them are afraid because they're cowards and they're liars. They don't want to lose their jobs. They know the virus particle, any virus, is far too small. Even through an N95 mask, it blows, lights, blows right through. Now, for a bacterial infection, yeah, a mask could help. But if, this, if SARS-CoV-2 exists, then it doesn't. Or if it's just a flu virus, there's no way. No, no masks don't help. But they do this intentionally, again, to basically destroy, to beat you down emotionally, uh, so you will accept whatever they say or do. Okay. One of the greatest examples of that is the line now is grown. This is from a tweet from, the, from uh, CNN's official account. Quote, vaccine is from today. Vax, vaccination alone won't stop the rise of variants and, in fact, could push the evolution of strains that evade their protection, researchers warned. They said people need to wear masks and to take other preventative steps until almost everyone is vaccinated. Okay. Now, I'm going to repeat that so you, you could appreciate the mind control here. Vaccination alone won't stop the rise of variants and, in fact, could push the evolution of strains that evade their protection, researchers warned. They said people need to wear masks, masks and take other preventative steps until almost everyone is vaccinated. If vaccination alone won't stop the rise of variants, then why vaccinate anyone? They're admitting the vaccination, even though it's not a vaccination, doesn't work. That they're not even hiding that. They're not hiding that. Then they say you need to wear masks. Well, if the masks work, why is anyone getting vaccinated? Why? Why would anyone get vaccinated? Or take other preventative steps. And as I said in the video I played, the masks are a complete fraud if there was this potential. Let's say it was just one out of 100 of those masks that were contaminated. Yeah, it's like when you go to a doctor's office and you have, you have a little hazmat container and you've got you know, a little uh, you know, gauze with blood and other nice stuff in there. Uh, that, that's how you'd have to deal with any mask. They don't even do that. This is, this is truly mind control. Okay? So they're admitting the vaccination won't spread, stop the rise of variants, and vaccination is even could push the evolution of strains, which is probably, if Delta exists, and probably doesn't. Uh, certainly, people, I'm not getting to this tonight, are shedding or transmitting stuff that have already gotten the bioweapon. But that being said, they're admitting vaccination will spread, stop the rise of variants, and, somebody, and it could push or cause other strains. So then you back to masks. But if the masks work, then why would you have to get vaccinated in the first place? And all the preventive steps, which I don't say, uh, the video I, I played mentioned, you know, the, uh, the, the hazardous hand sanitizer, which I've never, I've always hated hand sanitizer. I was at, I was at Trader Joe's, and uh, Trader Joe's is totally new world order. It's totally new world. But I was in there a couple of weeks ago, and it's, it's just sad. I felt bad that the person, the woman at the register had on gloves and a mask, and she was putting sanitizer over her gloves. In any case, they said, they said again, back to CNN quote, they said, people need to wear a mask and take other preventative steps until almost everyone is vaccinated. Why would you want everyone vaccinated when they're admitting vaccination is going to stop the rise of variants and could be pushing the evolution of other strains? This is intentional. Okay, please understand, this is intentional. They're trying to manipulate you to get you to do whatever they say, no matter how asinine, contradictory and ridiculous it is. I could even speak, you know, within the world of conservative evangelical and fundamental circles. One church that I'm no longer part of 
would say. They, they were forcing people during lockdowns in North Carolina to get their temperature taken when they came in. But they said, we are practicing all CDC practices. You know, we're following all CDC guidelines in this church. Okay? Yeah, and I, I don't know in the Bible where God placed the CDC or the Constitution over the people. In any case, apart from that EDC, let's say, let's just say for the sake of argument, okay, you could prove, and there's no science, you could prove there was this magical power over six feet away. Do you realize the idiocy of that church? When people are coming in and they're taking your temperature, you're not standing six feet away from someone. And this is, once again, this is all intentional because they're trying to break you down, trying to break you down. The article uh, that that tweet was based on for CNN is called Vaccination is Not Enough by Itself to Stop the Spread of Variants, Study Finds. Vaccination is Not Enough by Itself to Stop the Spread of Variants, Study Finds. Today, hot off the digital press from CNN. I'm going to play some content from Del Bigtree. Del is uh, he's, he's a great guy. If uh, you know his story, he had been on the inside. He was producing uh, major TV shows, and he then got into the whole world of alternative health. We found some things out. Looks like we got a caller here. Let's see. We'll get the person on. Hello, thank you for calling the show. Hello. May I have your first name and what state you're from? Tom, I'm just a listener right now. I'm uh, currently in Hawaii, but I'll be leaving here soon. Great, great, Tom. What's on your mind? Yeah, no, I just came aboard. Just saw your podcast. I bounced around, listened to every all the podcasts on uh, Blog Blog Talk Radio, the new Black Panthers, and. Uh, all those out there, all those interesting. So I have to come across <laughs> you guys now. Good deal. What's it like in Hawaii? Lockdown? Uh, depends where you're at. Right now I'm on the uh, Hilo and it's rainy. It's a rainy kind of place now and then. You get more rain than other parts of the Big Island. But uh, it's okay, you know. It's okay, but it's a little too liberal for me. It's a little too quiet, too slow. I need to get back and have a little action. I think it's uh, it was nice for the time being, but a lot of people that wearing masks. Yeah, well, they do, and you know, when you have to go into public place indoor, it's uh, yeah, part of the you know, the, what do they call it? A ma- I don't know if it's mandated or yeah, probably is. Huh? I don't think you can go into a public place without a mask. Okay. I know in most states like North Carolina, uh, the governor's proclamation normally it violates the state constitution, but part, I won't go down that rabbit trail right now. But normally with these mandates, these proclamations come out from the governors, there's always an exemption for medical reasons, and that's, that basically conforms with federal law uh, because American with Disabilities Act, they can't force you, they can't coerce you to wear a mask because you may have medical exemption, then if anyone asks you why or what that is, then that's also a violation of federal law. With, with HIPAA, they can't <laughs> ask you why. Right. So I, I don't know. If, we I don't can know all say we, we have some form of reason why we cannot wear the mask, and they can't ask us why that is, and we could all just not right. wear a mask if you don't want to. But, but you know, I, you know this I, variant, and there's yeah. a new variant I heard in Florida that came out besides the Delta variant. But then I read an article that said there's 800 new cases, one death, and zero hospitalized. <laughs> so, I mean, who knows what the truth is. 
They've, they've manipulated the numbers, I mean, from day one, if you were listening early on to my segment tonight, but uh, my show tonight. But now they've manipulated the numbers Florida? from day one. Jacksonville, Florida is supposed to be hit hard right now. I, I don't know. That's I'm far from there. I, that's where it's, I came from originally, Florida. I left Florida during the the middle of the pandemic in July last year. Interesting. Interesting. Here. Interesting. Yeah, with when you, when you talk about it, there's always with the numbers to, to always drill down. You have to distinguish between a case and if someone supposedly actually has something as opposed to a positive test, since they've admitted what they're using the PCR test that has massive false positives. Because if you don't understand the cycles, they'll just crank the cycles up. So the PCR tests mean nothing. So then you look at, okay, well, if someone then is even hospitalized, what did they have? Normally, it's multiple issues. It's multiple issues. So they've been lying from day one about this. Yeah, I know. I have a brother that went into the hospital with, uh, I guess he had some little bit of lung problems. And right, right off the bat, they told him that he probably has the uh, COVID. This was probably eight months ago. And uh, so he was in there for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, he, you know, he has some nerve damage in his neck. may have caused the uh, the lung issue. I don't know. But he's 60. What is he? He was 65, I think. And uh, so he went through. They gave him all the COVID uh, stuff that they would give somebody. And then... Uh, as he was leaving, they said, no, you don't have COVID. <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm surprised they admitted that. Normally, when they passed the CARES Act, I don't know if he was on Medicare or not, but they could bill a lot more through Medicare if uh, they diagnosed someone with COVID. So then, yeah, it was no mystery then all over the place. Everyone Probably was diagnosed does, with COVID. Right? I'm sure he does, yeah. yeah. This was in Michigan. This was in Michigan. Was in Michigan. Michigan, okay. Yeah, I'm sure he's got the care. Yeah, they used, you know, the doctors, and they did, they, you know, took made as much money as they could off them. Sure, that's crazy. What one of the craziest cases I heard yeah, they, was they're down in Florida. A bonus. I guess I guess the doctors and hospitals they would get uh, extra money from the government and state if they uh, were dealing with somebody with COVID. Yes, through through med- when they passed the CARES Act, that's right. They're able to bill far more for hospitalizations if it was diagnosed as COVID. That's correct. Yeah, it's pretty sad. Pretty sad altogether. Yeah, now they're telling us how corrupt the medical field is, and that they feel that they can do that and get away with it. Now they're telling us nobody nobody questions them. You know what I mean? Nobody questions them, and they uh, they do. Like you said, many. Go ahead. Are they being questioned? Yeah, 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 but they're just not—they're just not saying it on the media. They—they they shut down people like America's frontline doctors. You know, there's tons, there's thousands of doctors that have spoken out in Europe, and they're just blacked out. They act like they—they don't exist. Right. Right. So what do you think? Right. That's the best—that's uh, the best way to go about it. Somebody, somebody said, uh, says that you're guilty of this, or you're—you're you're doing this. If you don't respond back to them, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, silence doesn't exist. So what do you think of Lace, CNN, 
today, vaccination alone won't stop the rise of variants and, in fact, could push the evolution of strains that evade their protection. Researchers warned. They said people need to wear masks and take other preventative steps until almost everyone is vaccinated. You got a problem with that? <laughs> Do you see the problem there? Yeah, right. Yeah, did you take the vaccine? I didn't take the vaccine. I'm not going to no, take the no, vaccine. I'm, no. It's not a vaccine. I'm 56. I mean, I'm healthy as a horse, man. I feel like I'm 32 still, and uh, Amen. I can still run like, the wind, run like the wind and everything, man. You know, I'm fast still. I still got that speed. I feel good. And, uh, yeah, why would I go get a, a shot for what? <laughs> I mean, no, it makes no sense. If the CDC's numbers are right, the survival rate is over 99%. So why would you why would you take an experimental gene therapy that's already killed people and hurt people seriously? It makes no sense. But they don't tell it you. Makes no sense, man. I know. But anything else on your mind? Oh no, yeah, I was just killing time. I was just uh, out uh, and uh, yeah, no, just listening in and then uh, so, but. Yeah, you know, what are you going to do? I mean, you know, uh, these idiots that, you know, you know, I don't know, man. Well, <laughs> yeah, so we got, we got to get the nation back. I mean, you know, the country, I mean, I, I can turn it around and do a whole nother program here because, uh, you know, this country is actually a, a, a tyrannous state right now. And people don't recognize it. They don't think that it's important. And uh, But, yeah, we are in a terrorist state, and it happened in 1865, the voting in of the 14th Amendment. So, so, so from there until today, this is why we have the issues we have today. Everybody can deny it. They can say, oh, yeah, sure, sure, guy, whatever you say. But I hope it's for a fact. That was, that, was, have, that the, uh, tyranny, was that the amendment that, that took away uh, states appointing senators? Oh, that was 17th. And it was, well, no, it was the, uh, the first tyranny was the 14th Amendment, allowing uh, ex-slaves to become citizens. Okay. Uh, the idea and I, that I don't they, care they, what, what it was. Yeah, yeah. sure, you can, you, you know, you can be uh, one of these that say, oh, well, you know, well, what, what's wrong with that? What, what's the problem with that? Uh, well, well, because it was tyranny. And, uh, I mean, the, you know, the idea that, that they became federal citizens as opposed to like everyone else, state citizens. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. The founding yeah. fathers created the, the country under yeah. uh, people of, of likeness, being citizens. So, you know, the first citizenship law after the Constitution, which gave everybody equal rights in 1790, they wrote a citizenship law, the founding fathers. And they said, who can be a citizen? And they said, it's going to be a white nation. So you can go and say, oh, it's racist and all this and this and this and that and that, but... You know they knew better that it uh, it's the best way to have a country, and you know. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I I I tend to disagree with you on that, but that, thanks for calling the show. All right, got rid of that uh, that person who was probably a troll. Uh, I have never been a white supremacist. I never will be. I think as far as the Fourteenth Amendment to clarify what I said, uh, everyone should be a citizen based upon their states. Uh, we don't want to make everyone anyone a federal citizen. And that would be my objection to that amendment, uh, not because I wouldn't want to abolish slavery. Uh, in any case, we're talking about the COVID PSYOP and the fact that they give us contradictory information. Contradictory information. I'm going to play some content from Del Bigtree. 
Dell, as I was saying before, was Hollywood producer, worked with major shows, and through a series of events, he found out that people were damaged by vaccines, and uh, he basically lost his uh, he lost his job because uh, he wanted to essentially speak the truth, and uh, he started his own his own thing called Highwire. Uh, he was kicked off of YouTube a year ago, and uh, they've reorganized the site. Uh, he has excellent content excellent content on health freedom. I'm going to to play part of this show from Dell Bigtree. This was the other day. And here we go. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you are out there in the world, it's time to step out onto the high wire. Well, folks, one year ago today, we were kicked off of YouTube permanently. Uh, That was the beginning of our journey into a brand new website. At that point, we had to figure out how do we make videos work? How do we handle all the people that are going to come to our website? And we've been working our way through those details, adding different functions. But today, we are officially, for the first time, broadcasting on a brand new web platform. You're watching it live right now as we speak with a new chat function. We've got a community page where you can get a profile. If you want to be chatting during today's show, you have to have a profile. Part of that so that we can get rid of all the trolls that are getting in the way of good conversation. They're going to have to get a profile too, which most of the time they don't want to do. I hope you're enjoying this experience. I'm sure we're going to have a couple of cute, you know, kinks here and there as we uh, go through this process. But I want to say that when they thought they were shutting us down, when they thought that's it and all the articles said, that's it for I can, that's it for the high wire, they lost YouTube and eventually Facebook. Uh, what really happened is you all moved to the website. They underestimated you. For some reason, they thought you would not be capable of typing in www.thehighwire.com, but you did, and not by the tens of thousands that we were seeing on YouTube every week, but now by the millions every single week from around the world. And so many of you have been donating to ICANN so that we could keep up the work, so we could expand our research around the world. We now have international scientists bringing us information from around the world every single week. And, of course, our, you know, out-of-this-world legal team, which is winning lawsuits all over this nation and helping with, with lawsuits around the world. Um, all of that's made possible. Right now, today, you're going to see a few new bells and whistles. Uh, you know, we've got some new uh, visual effects going on. All of this so that we can really show the world that intelligent people coming together are able to really share the truth in ways as, you know, the quality level of any television show you watch, but even better because we're transparent. And we've talked about this a lot. The high wire is trying to set a new precedent with the high wire protocol. As you know, if you are signed up to our newsletter, which only takes to signing up right now on our page, um, join our newsletter because on Monday, after every single Thursday show, we provide you with links to every piece of science, peer-reviewed science, evidence, story, video, all of it is in your hands so that you can share it with your friends. We're not telling you what to think. We're showing you, you know, how you find the information, how you think. And then when you go out to have your conversations, you don't have to say, hey, Del Bigtree said, you can say, here's the science right here. Here's the video where Fauci says this right here. It's total and complete transparency. That's the high wire protocol. And we're demanding that every news agency in the world take up uh, this incredibly, I mean, no doubt about it. This is death-defying news 
you know, putting it all in the line, transparency that has never been seen before. That's why we're called the high wire. I want to thank all of you who have been with us from the beginning and especially through this last year because what an incredible year it's been. So many ups and downs, twists and turns on this conversation about the COVID pandemic and then the vaccination. And then we've seen the light. We're out of our masks. Everything feels like it's going to be okay. But now we're all starting to see this dark cloud looming on the horizon and wondering, is that a different storm? Is that the same storm? Are we in the eye of the storm? And who is to blame? If you listen to the thunder coming from the dark clouds, they'll tell you this. What is it going to take to get people to get shots? I don't know. You tell me. Folks supposed to have common sense. But it's time to start blaming the unvaccinated folks, not the regular folks. It's the unvaccinated folks that are letting us stay. If we can just get everybody vaccinated that's not vaccinated, that's refusing to get vaccinated, that's living uh, vaccine-free and impacting the rest of us. It's like drunk drivers. You don't have the right to go out and drink and drive and put everybody else at risk, including your own life at risk.
TDH, more than 1,000 breakthrough COVID cases reported in Tennessee. Reports half of COVID-19 infected adults in Israel in latest outbreak were fully vaccinated. So far, 5,800 fully vaccinated people have caught COVID anyway in U.S., CDC says. Fully vaccinated New Orleans woman dies of COVID, age 33, in rare breakthrough case. 49 fully vaccinated people in New Jersey have died from COVID-19. 27 fully vaccinated people have died in Tennessee, health department says. Four fully vaccinated people with underlying high-risk health conditions have died of COVID-19 in Dallas County. 246 infected, three dead from COVID-19 in Michigan despite being vaccinated. 79 people dead, 303 in Massachusetts, breakthrough cases report. 169 dead, 644 hospitalized in Illinois breakthrough COVID cases. You get the idea? It sounds a little bit like uh, the vaccine isn't working at all. And in fact, and so it makes sense, it makes sense. I mean, I said it before, didn't I? I mean, I believe I said that when their vaccine starts failing, what was it, can you remind me, what was it I said? Get ready, I've been warning you, right? They're gonna blame us. They're gonna blame us for not using their totally um, defunct and terribly useless, worthless product. That was back in April. And we're gonna do a lot of that today since we're celebrating one year of being independent from censorship and controls by social media. We're gonna show you how we've been getting it right from the beginning. But first, it's time for the Jackson Report. Jeffrey. I mean, exciting stuff. You've been here, you, we, you know, since we're in a closet basically starting out, you, you span into a little room in, in California and then into a uh, unair conditioned um, warehouse here in Texas. Now we've got our new digs, new website. It's really exciting stuff. Uh, you've been a huge part of that, Jeffrey. So I just want to thank you right now for, for sticking this journey out because it, it, it's had its, its ups and downs for sure. Right, and, and so many other people out there that supported all of us in this journey is, is hats off to everybody else, uh, and they know who they are by watching this. Uh, it's just an amazing ride, and uh, let's start out. We have, a, we have an amazing video clip here. This is a clip by Dr. David Bauer. He is, he is um, a lead on a study that he's going to be talking about, but he he's, uh, heads up the RNA virus replication laboratory at the Francis Crick Institute. And here's what he had to say about immunity and vaccination. Take a look. Okay. So the key message from our finding is that we found that recipients of the Pfizer vaccine, those who've had two doses, have about five to six-fold lower amounts of neutralizing antibodies. Now, these are the sort of gold standard private security uh, antibodies of your immune system, which blocks the virus from getting into your cells in the first place. So we found that that's less for people with two doses. We've also found that for people with only one dose of the Pfizer jab, that they are less likely to have high levels of these antibodies in their blood. And perhaps most importantly for all of us going forward is that we see that the older you are, the lower your levels are likely to be. And the time since you've had your second jab, as that time goes on, the lower your levels are also likely to be. So that's telling us that we're probably going to be needing to prioritize boosters for older and more vulnerable people coming up soon, especially if this new variant spreads. Boy, uh, not very good news from an mRNA specialist right there. <laughs> boosters are coming. And what else he found in that study was uh, the increase of a person's age and also the time 
that has elapsed after their second booster correlated with a decrease in activity of those neutralizing antibodies for not only the Delta variant, but uh, the Beta variant, which used to be called the South African variant. So there's two of them there. Uh, and obviously, they called for boosters at the end of that study. But, you know, science is acting like this is a big shock, like these are new findings. But again, if anybody's been watching the high wire, we covered this back in August of 2020. Take a look at this. This is the New England Journal of Medicine. This is the evaluation of the mRNA-1273 vaccine against SARS-CoV-2 in non-human primates. Now, this is obviously, this is coming from the Moderna vaccine, which has got the NIH patent in it. This is what they say. Seroconversion was rapid for binding antibodies occurring within two weeks after the first vaccination. But pseudovirus neutralizing activity was low before the second vaccination, which supports the need for a two-dose vaccination schedule. Now, is this what you're saying? What they're talking about is the first shot really just created binding antibodies, which could lead to this immune enhancement problem, and it wasn't until after the second shot that we got the neutralizing antibodies? Is, is that what they're talking about there? Yeah, that, that's what that looks like. This graph really shows that. So the binding antibodies are there right away. It's the neutralizing antibodies. You really don't see a big jump until you get that second shot. And, and without that, don't have protection against the virus. You have that window where potentially you could have antibodies from the vaccine. Amazing, Jeff, back at that thing that you're saying. Now, Scott, remember old saying, you know, let's just get one shot. Can't get two shots. Get shots. Bell Big Tree at the high wire are hardly recognized. Site. You see, we see, uh, we see some, a few rays of hope now in the battle against tyranny, medical martial law, and the battle against the coercion of the public. Slow but sure question. I think a lot of these people at the top are insane. And I think it's obvious. I think they're sane. And part of their satanic religion is they have to trick people so they don't want to actually force it at gunpoint. They want to make people skip. Say, okay, well, if I want to travel, I'll get it. Yeah, if I want to keep a job, I'll get it. I want to get it. So, one ray of hope is this. Is that when you hear powerful information, surf Del Victory, the reason that there's such an effort to restrict information on social media, which is essentially essentially the federal government, you know, Facebook, Google, Twitter, it's all the lines are blurred between them and the NSA, as far as I'm concerned. The reason there's such concerted effort to restrict information is they know it has influenced people. As I said in the beginning of the show, everything they've said about, therefore I do not believe the numbers they've given, they're over half percent, over half the U.S. population has accepted bioweapons. And that's largely due to getting good information. So as hard and as strong as that they, they want to uh, shut this information out, and then when it gets out, is is massively as they want to ridicule it and not debate someone like Del Bigtree or Bob Kennedy Jr. People still have still gotten a lot of good information. Uh, 
even people that were pro-vaccine obviously do not believe in the efficacy of traditional vaccine. This is by no means a real vaccine. It's experimental mRNA technology. And according to one one person, a medical doctor that came from the former Soviet Union, he said this is old technology. And obviously, he, he called it a bioweapon also. But that being said, believe in the efficacy of vaccines. No one in their right mind would ever tell anyone to take this. Why? A traditional vaccine based upon the traditional methodologies would take seven to ten years to get approved. This is done in less than a year with experimental technology, and they skipped all the animal trials. When they did animal trials with similar mRNA recombinant, uh, this uh, messenger RNA technology that spikes the protein, when they did this, sim- when they used similar biotech on ferrets and cats, what happened is that once the ferrets and cats got the experimental gene therapy, they were fine. Then when they were af- actively exposed to uh, a coronavirus, then they all died. And that's what happened to all the cats and ferrets. So there's so many reasons, even if you believe in the efficacy of vaccination, and I certainly do not, no one should take this. No human should take this. We're living through the world's greatest psychological operation, and we shall see what will happen in the fall when all when the people that have accepted bioweapon get exposed to the to the uh, seasonal flu, seasonal cold viruses, then, uh, then we will see what will happen. I'm not saying everyone's going to die. I think there's going to be a lot more illness. There's going to be tremendous, tremendous amount of illness. So what can we do? We have we have to resist and continue resisting. I'll give you an illustration about what's going on in, in the legal realm. For for a while, I've been thinking. Uh, I didn't realize just how corrupt the legal system was. Even I did not realize how corrupt the legal system was. Because I was thinking to myself, and I was telling friends, at least you know, some people were concerned about, oh, you know, is my, my company going to force me to take this? And my response was always, look, this is emergency use authorization. hasn't even be, hasn't even been approved by the FDA. Even in the U.S. military now, they can't force anyone to take it. So I think we have some time. And I said, what needs to happen is, some we need to get some good lawyers, and I wondered why why, Rob, why why Bob Kennedy Jr. hadn't done this, and I kind of found that indirectly this week. I, I believe I, I figured it out, but I'm not absolutely sure. We need to get some good lawyers to basically force a case and get someone into court and say, okay, sue me, sue me for not taking this. First, you have to prove number one that SARS-CoV-2 exists, that's been isolated, and never has been. Then, after it's been isolated, then you've got to prove. It could be transmitted from another person, one person to another, and that's never proven. Then you'd have to prove it could be a virus that's never been isolated. could then be transmitted from one person to another, which has never been proven. Then you'd have to prove it was actually dangerous. So I said, you know, I think, I think you know, we're, we're going to win that. We're going to win that case. And I found out this week through a, through a mutual friend, I found out, that obviously I wasn't that bright. All the lawyers, all the people that are actually lawyers have done this. And what's happened is the reason that's not happening in the courtrooms is that the judges are that corrupt, is they're basically just browbeating people. They're just, they're just not letting them say that. They're not letting them admit that evidence. This happened, for example, with Erwin Schiff. Erwin Schiff was Peter Schiff's father, and he was doing infomercials. He wrote an influential book explaining to people that the income tax was fraudulent and they shouldn't pay it. Now, my position would be 
as Ron Paul said, we should pay it because they have guns, not because it's right, constitutional, legal, or moral. But in any case, Erwin Schiff was educating people on how they could legally get out of not paying income tax. Erwin Schiff got charged. He went to federal. He had a federal trial. And he started to present evidence. He started talking about, for example, there's four Supreme Court cases that defined income, the word income, as corporate profit. Therefore, if the income tax was corporate profit, it could never legally have been used for individuals' income defined differently than corporate profit. And the judges shut them up, more than let them speak. This is what's happening now across the country as lawyers with integrity attempting, are attempting to fight the tyranny in the legal realm. They're just having corrupt judge after corrupt judge. And when a lawyer starts to say, well, Your Honor, we have to first, this, this, this virus has been isolated. It's cut, they're cut off. They're done. There's no discussion. Right now, it would appear in the legal realm because the courts are that corrupt and sad to say I was wrong. It's far more corrupt even than I had thought. Our best bet at this point is a religious exemption. But in any case, you can't submit to this evil. Uh, there's no reason to take this, which is literally a bioweapon. There's no reason to take it. Even based upon the CDC numbers, why would you possibly, I said this before, I'll say it again, why would you take experimental gene therapy that we know has already caused uh, Bell's palsy? Some people, half their face has been paralyzed. Other people have had Guillain-Barre nerve disease. Other people have outright died. Why would you possibly take an experimental gene therapy for an alleged virus that if you catch it, if it exists, and I don't believe it does, has, uh, you have a survival rate of over 99%. Makes no sense. Makes absolutely no sense. So how does this happen legally? Uh, just like to wrap up with that. How do we get that far in the States? What happens is that if you study the Constitution at all, a lot of things that are completely horrific in the States has happened through case law. So what do I mean by case law? A case was ruled, and then the decision of that case, particularly in the Supreme Court, was wrong. So they ruled the Supreme Court came out with a really bad decision, and then that became precedent. And right now, the corrupt judges, and I even heard, I, I played a clip a few shows ago by Harvey Dershowitz, uh, former friend of Jeffrey Epstein, who said, the, the federal government has a right under federal law to forcibly inject you with anything they deem necessary. And the reason that scumbag Dershowitz said that is based upon Buck versus Bell. Buck versus Bell from 1927, 274 U.S. 200, case summary. This is from the site legaldictionary.net, backslash, backslash Buck v. Bell. Case summary of Buck v. Bell, Buck, Buck, Buck versus Bell. Again, this goes back to 1927. Some history they really don't talk, tell you about in the government schools. And in the textbooks, even if you didn't go to a government school that they may have used in your school. A Virginia statute allowed for the forced, forced sterilization of feeble-minded people to protect the health of the state. Carrie Buck, who was mentally disabled, as was her mother and daughter, was ordered to be sterilized pursuant to the statutes. Pursuant to the statute, Buck challenged the law on constitutional grounds alleged argument due process equal protection for the lower courts of held law in order for sterilization the U.S. Supreme Court affirmed the lower courts just as all over Wendell Holmes they teach us at school that he was a great person this person was uh, an immoral legal tyrant 
Justice Alborn was writing for the majority stated, the Virginia statute was constitutionally noted that, quote, three generations so office of how do you know what's going to happen? Burke versus Bell is significant because it legitimized sterilization, sparked many states to stop involuntary, you'd say, coercive sterilization. In fact, Adolf Hitler, yeah, that guy, Adolf Hitler cited Burke versus Bell as a model for forced sterilization law to prevent hereditary disaster. And then at the Nuremberg trials, Nazi Burke versus Bell is defense. Nuremberg trials after all. Buck versus Bell has not been expressly overturned has at all. However, they cited the case versus Palm 42 made for sterilization, so they have felt a third threat. And that's basically they're wrong in that site because it continued to 1970 in North Carolina. The reason it went away is because uh, the Supreme Court, the monarch people that controlled the Supreme Court, got us Rover to Wade in 1973. So that was even better than forced sterilization. We could just massively kill babies. We have to resist bioweapons at all levels. Massive resistance. Uh, I believe the New World Order is trying to provoke violence by the people who disagree with it. No one should use violence only defensively, never offensively. That should never happen. Offensive violence should never occur. They want to do that to then demonize and castigate and vilify everyone to stand true, and then to use that for more measures against the truth. Never accept bioweapons. Never accept any medical practice unless you've been fully informed and convinced the benefits outweigh the risks. No federal executive order, no state government, governor's executive, no federal law, no state. That's what has to happen. Do not consent to this. Do not consent. You've been listening to KRP Radio Show. Once again, I thank Pudgy Miller for the use of his form. I will hope to be back next month and see you next month. The last day of last Friday of August. Listen, you've been listening to KRP Radio Show, Keep Your Pudgy Mill, Yes, Coach Rock OP. Much. KRP Radio! With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.